Hi, folks. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of The Hit Streak. Check it out. I got to give a big shout out to my show sponsor, my friends over at AVLX. I also have to give a big shout out to Charles Henry and Ace Young, the amazing performers and producers of the music behind the show, as well as the amazing people that make up the Hit Lab creative team who are the producers of the show. Folks, I have a favor to ask. If you like what you hear, and I know you do, click that subscribe button to make sure you get alerted when new episodes are dropped. Thanks for tuning in. The real success stories told by the people who live them. We're going to have some guests on this show that everybody knows, and we're going to have guests on this show that nobody knows yet. One by one, Nick Heider is adding hits to the hit streak. Blessings, folks. Welcome back to another episode of The Hit Streak. I'm your man, Nick Heider. And uh, first of all, I want to say that I hope you guys all had a very Merry Christmas. And I hope you guys are uh, looking forward to having an amazing new year in 2022. Um, Check it out. Today, I have a very special treat for you. In the building, I've got somebody who is very special to uh, and near and dear to my family and I, my brother from another mother, David Gwaltney is in the house. David, thanks so much for hanging with me today, man. Yeah, man. I appreciate it, man. I mean, the hit streak. I mean, that's, I mean, this thing's big time. <laughs> I made big time right now. Yes, you did. <laughs> that's right. So um, first of all, this was not... We, a lot of production and time goes into, into these things prior to before we ever even shoot, and then obviously a lot afterwards. Um, but um, this was one of those things where um, a couple weeks ago found out you were going to be coming through yeah. and it was like, dude, I got to get you on because you came in to, to see the baby for the first time. Yeah, absolutely. Aren't you? Oh, beautiful. Just, uh, she looks like her mom. Absolutely. She looks like her mom. Absolutely. Thank goodness. <laughs> right. So, um, well let's get, let, we got to take the people back a little bit, uh, talk about who you are. So, um, guys, like you guys know, um, in, in the business world, it's all about revenue. It's all about sales. And um, I've got a guy who is an elite league of his own when it comes to sales. And we're going to talk about that a lot later. But what's even cooler, what's even more interesting is the story of all... This guy has reinvented himself so many times, okay. right? Would you, not, would you disagree with that? It's- Do you ever... Yeah, it's an up, it's up, down, it's up, down, it's up, 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 and then it's down. It's definitely reinventing every single day. That's life, baby. Yeah. That's life. All right, so a couple things. So first of all, you are a father of three beautiful girls. Absolutely. And a proud father of a Navy son. Correct. So um, first of all, thank you on behalf of all of us amazing Americans to Josh for serving our amazing country. Yeah, I, I'm so proud of him where he's gone through his trials and tribulations mm-hmm. um, from not walking on grass to making rank to, hey, dad, got a phone call. We're getting deployed. And this is just a couple weeks ago. So who knows where he is? He was in Bahrain. So hopefully he's safe, you know, right. protecting our country. You know, absolutely. That's where it is. Absolutely. Um, and how, how, old is, how old is Josh now? Oh, my goodness. I just know their birthdays. I don't really know the number. As long as you get the birthday right, that's all that matters. That's true. You got to get the present. That's true. They don't care if you know if they're 16, 17, 20. Doesn't matter. It's all about the gift. So 
27? 93. 93. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Great. So he's, yeah, he's up there. Well, so the coolest thing about what we do here is we just get that, we just basically just sitting around talking, man, talking about some really fun stuff, some cool stuff. And um, so David Gwaltney, so I've, I've, I've heard of your hot dogs. <laughs> right. That's been around for a little while. Seen them. Um, so, it, so his last name is spelled just like, those great hot dogs. Absolutely. Um, but the Gwaltney, uh, the Gwaltney family has been in America since longer than America. Is that true? Just about, yes. So wh- tell, us, tell us a little bit about that. Well, I mean, 1635 is kind of where it all started uh, with Thomas Gwaltney coming over to America, starting out, coming from Wales, and trials and tribulations. That's right. You know, moving forward and... Uh, Going to a guy named Petey Gwaltney that started the the hog farm, had a little uh, ham cured, traveled around, went to door to door, sold the hams. It's literally in the blood. Now it's here. I mean, it, it's it's one of the biggest companies in the world. Then it was sold to Smithfield Foods and mm-hmm. I think a couple billion dollars from just a little ham. Smithfield, Virginia. Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So um, family's been here uh, for a long time. Um, you have lived everywhere. You could say that. Yeah. Everywhere. You've yeah. lived in California. Yeah. You currently reside in central Florida. Correct. You've lived in, you have, you're from Virginia. 757. That's correct. Right. And, um, when we came to see you in Virginia, when Ethan was just a, a little guy, yeah. uh, which by the way, we, that was probably our lowest point. And we couldn't have afforded a vacation had you not opened up everything for us and made that happen. Guys, let me tell you something. We went to the Smithsonian. Uh, he drove us to D.C. where we went to the Smithsonian. Um, Absolutely. You and I have traveled all over these great United States. We've spent time in California. We've worked together. Um, we've we've gone to Florida. We've done Universal Studios twice Correct. with our families now. Yep. Yeah. Um, we, uh, what else? Oh, in, uh, Virginia, you took us to, um, oh, you and I went to a Yankees game, um, at the new Yankee stadium. Absolutely. That was my first time seeing that. Yeah, that was fantastic. Um, we did the Gino versus Pats. Pats. Yes. In Philly. Yeah. The cheesesteak challenge. Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't remember who I thought won. I don't know, but your picture that you sent me and I was going through it the other night. Um, you had Gino's. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just saying, of course, the picture, you did a little editing. Well, you probably went with Geno's. Extra cheese, little cheese whiz on it. The cheese whiz is unreal. Yeah, no, I think Geno's had it. I think I took it. Well, it's that's really cool. It's an unbelievable story how they're right across the street from each other, and you got to eat both. You can't just eat one. You got to have both. You yeah, got to have absolutely. both. So we did that. We stayed at the Trump Taj Mahal in Atlantic absolutely. City. Absolutely, former, former president. Um, which was uh, that was really cool. The boardwalk there. That was when the boardwalk empire was big on HBO. So they they all that set up. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just an unbelievable set of memories from all over the place. We've been around. Um, really, really cool, man. So, um, interesting fact about David Gwaltney. So everybody, like, I don't know a lot about monster trucks, but I know what Gravedigger is, yeah. right? True or false, you drove Gravedigger. True. 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 All right. That, I got to know about it. Tell us about it. So my cousin Tom, Tom Barrett, said, hey, I got a gig. I needed a job. Got me into this thing called Gravedigger. So I went down the Outer Banks, got on the truck, started working on the truck, learning some stuff, went on a couple shows, and then they needed a backup driver. So the driver, hey, I can't drive today, you drive. I got a truck, started driving, won a couple meets, hung out. It's fantastic. 
absolutely fantastic. One of the joys of my life. That's unbelievable. We have um, a thing here at um, at Team Hider where it's it means a lot to us. We don't sell our shirts. They're all 100% given out for free. Um, it's all about together we rise, and it's not just here in the offices. It's together we rise everywhere. Right. And one of the things that I ask everybody that has a shirt to do is um, when they wear it, all across the United States to take photos and send them to us. Correct. Um, and um, I have a team, a picture of a team hider shirt with Gravedigger. That's correct. Courtesy of you. Yeah. Yeah. How cool is that? No, it was great. You know, Dennis Anderson is the the Gravedigger. He's Absolutely. the inventor of Gravedigger, but there was always 19, I think there's like 18, 19 trucks now. So anytime you go to one of those big shows, there's always a Gravedigger there. That's awesome. I think it's Clear Channel Entertainment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they run all that. Yeah. Fascinating, dude. So, all right, two two quick stories about Gravedigger. What is the coolest thing that ever happened to you while you're driving for that? And and it could and that could be like, well, so-and-so came and watched me drive and I met him after the show. It could be anything you want. And then the craziest thing that ever happened to you driving Gravedigger. The greatest thing doing anything in a in a big platform is the kids, especially at that. Seeing kids, I know they always had the doors open a little bit early. There's the first one. Absolutely. So the kids made it for you. Sign a little autograph, mm-hmm. you know, talk to that child, that kid that could be sick or whatever was going on in their life and just changing their, you know, their, their minute or their three hours during that show, changing their life, mm. you know, for good, you know, like forget about everything else in the world. Just be a kid, you know, I mean, that's a, that's a, that's an awesome thing. You gave them hope. Absolutely. You Absolutely. gave them hope. That's incredible. Um, that's awesome, man. The, um, that was, I think my favorite part about playing professional sports, um, was even though who was I, you know, except for just a guy that played that night. But when you was a line of kids that with their baseballs and stuff, they just wanted in your baseball cards and they just wanted to sign it, wanted you to sign it. That was the coolest thing. The greatest thing. It was, and I'd like, I mean, I would stay there till the last person left. Oh yeah, Absolutely. Um, you know, nobody's asking me for my autographs anymore, Fiona. (laughs) (laughs) So folks, I like giving autographs. So if you ask me, it's going to be a yes. Right. Right. (laughs) Um, all right. So what was the craziest thing that ever happened to you? Craziest thing was a thing called carbon monoxide poisoning. So I got a little carbon monoxide poisoning. Next thing I know, I woke up in a helicopter. I guess they put the little needle in and I was recorded i don't remember anything i don't remember anything. <laughs> they say you were there yeah they said i was there but i i did get my first helicopter ride that i didn't have to pay you know because if you go to disney it's like a 100 bucks for three minutes they take you up and they bring you right down mm-hmm. uh that helicopter ride was probably like 10 or 15 grand um but insurance again insurance mm-hmm. um gotta have it but woke up and uh, this chamber with this guy breathing and it was a decom- hyperbaric deep com- some kind of chamber Dropping me different labels to get the carbon monoxide poisoning out of me. And I remember I remember the pain. I remember if you um you know, if you breathe if you were breathing wrong, you would start to bleed out of your nose. I remember the blood kind of stuff, but not trying to get gruesome, but it was just uh it was a scary part. Absolutely. You know. And uh I know they called my mom and uh my ex wife, et cetera, said, Hey, just let you know. Uh, David's dad, you know, that kind of thing. So that was kind of shocking. Uh, so you were, you were flatlined on it. It says here you had flatlined for at least nine minutes. Yeah. So you were out. 
little nap. So, all right, dumb question. When they, um, this is the kind of conversations that David and I have on a regular basis. I'm like, all right, dude, so are you nine minutes younger now than your actual birthday because That's you weren't there? That's a great question. I don't know the answer to that. <laughs> that might be a Google question later on. Is that, is that how you stay young? You just, you flatline for the time adds up until you're, you're younger. How do you know what I'm saying? Because I don't know how that works. I don't, that's a great <laughs> question. That's probably the best question of all time. I don't know. That's something I got to figure I I need to find out. You know? Well, folks don't hold that against me. Um, just a question, just a question. Um, all right. So you drove, um, you drove grave digger. Um, you have, um, made, you've reinvented yourself in sales multiple times. Um, but, um, over the, so interesting fact folks. So David has a couple decades in, in the sales world. Is it decades? It says 20 years. So a couple decades, I guess that's where the, my math, my math's right. So 20 years, mm. 20 years in, um, uh, in, uh, in sales. And, um, the first, the, the majority of that, um, the biggest lump of that was in um, vacation ownership um, or what's known as timeshare, right? So right. here's the thing. So we boast here at Team Hyder a lot of pretty big, pretty large numbers from a team perspective, yes. okay? Team production, team sales, revenue, all those kind of things. Um, but you're in a league of your own. It's a, it's, an, it's a very elite league, a league I'm not a member of yet. Um, I shouldn't say that. Um, I need to go look into that, but you have personally, not team production, personal production, you have sold over a hundred million dollars. That's 100% correct. Absolutely. That's incredible, bro. That gets a, that gets a hit for sure. Not per, yeah. So hundred million dollars. Um, you have been, uh, multiple times, uh, numerous times salesman of the year. And you've also led, um, you've had, uh, you've led teams that have also won, uh, many, many awards as well. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, all right, because that's not what you're doing now. No. Right. Mm-hmm. But, um, that is how I met you. Yeah. That, that's one of the ways that I met you. So we're gonna tell that story in a minute. Um, well, let's just go there now. We'll go into the sales stuff in a little <laughs> bit, right? So let's tell the folks how I met David, uh, David Gwaltney. All right. Let's so, hear your side. Well, my side was, I came to Nashville. We're going to build a little resort. Um, little, I think it was a $10 million hole. Mm-hmm. $10 million hole. And we have clients that come for these dinner parties. And, you know, clients. And I need some some food. Mm-hmm. And you had a little restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, what's it called? What was the name of it? The Frayed Knot. The Frayed Knot. Yeah, it had the knot. You had the Wendy's. Yes. The Wendy's number 12, 14 combo. We did. Yes. Wendy's was next door, and the thing yeah. was, if you buy, we fly. And we would go get you Absolutely. a combo meal from Wendy's and bring it back and not charge better. you for that. That's nothing better. That. That's fantastic. <laughs> that gets a hit, too. Absolutely. So someone said that you you had little pizza bites, and it was fantastic. So... I talked to some manager there and he said, you need to get with you. And, but he's DJing tonight <laughs> at this place in downtown Nashville. And again, I'm new here. I ain't from around here. Mm-hmm. It's Nashville. Right. So go find this place, park out in, the, out in this parking lot. I did get a ticket that night. I did get a ticket that night for illegally parking. They'll get you. Yeah, they will get you. I have proof that you have a few of those, but anyways, <laughs> so reached up to this, went up this hill thing, this place and, Decades. Yeah. Retro nightclub. Retro. Killer place. Absolutely. 
Um, one of my favorite places. It is my all-time favorite. Cherry Pops. Place. Unbelievable. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you, you approached me at the yeah, DJ booth. Yep, that's it. And you were talking about pizzas, and I was like, yeah, not right now. Not right now, yeah. So then I showed up at the Frayed Knot the next morning. You made me a pizza in the back. We made it. I could make anything I want, and that's how our, our relationship that's so it. it started, right there in the back. That's it. Yep. And to, for what it's worth, um, we never did do, out of all the work we've done together, I don't think I ever sold you guys pizzas. <laughs> that was that never happened. I, no. I know I, I used to go in the back and make a pizza, but I've never, I never charged you. No, you never charged us. No. Those were, um, those were really good times. That was when Rhea and I were the businesses on paper and yep. the outsiders looking in were doing great, but we just really didn't know. I didn't know enough about finance right. to really know what to do with it. And we were all young and, and um, learned so much um, during that time, but damn, it was fun. Had a great time. It was amazing. I mean, it was fantastic. Yeah. So um, you, um, I mean, cause you, when I met you, you were at the top of your game. That was the highest point for you of your life at that time. Right? The highest level. Yeah. So, um, cause you had, you had the car, the sports car, you had the Ferrari, mm-hmm. um, the, the, the watch, the, the clothes, like it was. Yeah, Brightling watch, the Cadillac, mm-hmm. the clothes, everything, everything, everything. Um, and, um, like, my, like most people, you, um, do something great and then you have setbacks and you, Make some tweaks, maybe reinvent yourself and come back stronger than the time before. Yeah. Right. And that's the key is you got to do that every time you reinvent yourself and you come back, it has to be stronger. It has to be a better version than the past. Yeah. Once you get, once you get a taste of it, you want it again. Mm. Yep. So to quote the great Derek Jeter, you, uh, once you have success, once you taste success, you can always draw from it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's strong. The captain, baby. He is. The captain. Um, all right. Well, let's t- let's talk a little bit about um, uh, about the sales game because obviously, what I met you and you, there's no resort, so that didn't happen. And honestly, what really made my wife and I um, love you the most is like a whole lot of people lost in that due to some things that were out of people's control and then some bad people that were involved. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I was too young to know. You probably were too. Um, Trusted people. That's what good good people do. Mm -hmm. And, um, but the thing that my wife and I, um, that really just always resonated and stuck with us was, is out of all the people that lost, you lost the most. You fell on the sword. Like you took it. Mm -hmm. Um, You protected everybody that you had uh, brought in and worked with the most, the best that you could. Loyalty is the most important. So folks, the the one thing I can tell you that I'm sure of, and I'm sure there's some amazing people out there, but you're not going to find a more loyal person than the guy sitting across from me right now. Thank you. That is straight up. No matter what, any time, day, or what's going on in your life, when if I called, it's like, hey, I need you here, you're there. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter where it is. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter where it is. It's very it's rare in life to have people that are like that to have to be involved with and, and to call family. It's awesome. So, um, and thank you for that. That's seriously. No, I love you. If, if, if I could change anything, even losing everything, whether I could pick you and your family over hundreds of millions of dollars, I'd lose the hundred million dollars. Money's just a tree. This, you can't buy it. Mm. 
That's right. Money's just a tool. It's just here. It's just it comes right. from a tree. That's right. That's it. So, all right, let's talk. Let's talk a little about a little bit about some uh, about some sales, shall we? Well, I got to read. I got to. It's not a tree. It's cotton. Isn't it cotton? What's that? Isn't it cotton? The dollar bill. I said it was. A, comes from a tree. I guess it is cotton. I might have to Google that too tonight. That's going to be another Google question. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to ask Siri, aren't we? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, so let's talk about some sales. Okay. All right. So absolutely. Um, selling hundred million dollars and growing. That was just that was um spread out over some time, but not a long time, just some time. But like obviously you got better at it as you did it. You learned a lot. Like what would you tell? We have a lot of folks um that uh that are wanting to get in sales, new to sales, new business owners wanting to start their business, just a lot of entrepreneurial um people that that are tuning into to these things, right? So, um, what are some things that you might be able to um, like to to quote my buddy Brad Lee? As a matter of fact, it's his new book. If you hadn't bought it, you need to go get it. I did, um, but um, it's called "Things I Learned the Hard Way," so you don't have to, right? It's awesome, and I love Brad for that because that's what he's all about: is getting to the knowledge from the people who have it to the people to getting it to the people who need it. Right, right. That's his whole thing. Yeah, I freaking love it. Yeah. So. We're playing along with that. Yeah. We're doing that a little bit too. So what are some things that you would that you would tell those folks that are either wanting to get into it or just starting out? Everybody that's just starting out, I guarantee they're having tough times. That's part of it, right? So some of the biggest things in being successful, uh, prime example, I am not where I'm at from not learning from people that were better than me. Today, I'm better than them by their knowledge that they've passed on to me and marinating it to where mm-hmm. I'm I've, where I'm at today. So when I first started in timeshare with a company called Fairfield, which no, no longer ex- exists, mm-hmm. the key thing that I asked for, and the reason I was hired was because I said, who is your number one salesperson? Mm-hmm. And that director that day said, it's that guy right there. And that guy right there became one of my best friends. There you, you know, go. and I, you just success. You got to be around success. That's and right. If you're not around success, there's no point. I mean, if you're just there, you're just there. You're just no. Well, what's the old saying that they your your parents said it? If you want to be the best um, bricklayer in town, if you want to be great at laying bricks, go hang out with the best bricklayer Absolutely. in town. Right? That's what you got to do. Success hangs with success. You know, a, a good old friend of mine said, uh, and "It's just like baseball." You know. You got to count the score to win. Mm, that's why you keep score, right? Right. You got to keep score to win because winning's important. It's always important. There's that's nothing, right. Second, you know, first isn't everything, but second sucks. That's right. So surround yourself. If you're looking to get into it, whatever you're looking to get into, find somebody that's doing it successfully and right. and learn from them. Stay away from the naysayers. Say stay away from the people that aren't. You know, and I'm not saying they're not doing well. They're, everybody's got different things going on in their, in their lives. But try to find out. Weed through that. Find the person that has got a craft mm-hmm. and learn their craft, but then marinate it with yourself. Yeah. And, it, I mean, it's just just planting seeds. Just grow your forest. Grow yeah. Your crop. I, I know that the um, there's people that I love that I used to spend lots and lots of time with. I can't. I still love them. We're still close. I'd still be there for them, but I can't hang out with them on a regular basis because of exactly that. Like what's the, the, 
the saying that we've dropped on here a couple of times that I heard the, uh, the, fur, the, the Lamborghini has two seats. The bus has 60, 60 yeah. right? So it's because like the majority of the people are going to, are the naysayers. Like that's the thing is like, there's reason that the 99% and the 1%, it's such a drastic difference between the two because most people, you got to be crazy to start a business. Oh, absolutely. You got to be crazy to go into this 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So many people say, Hey, I want to start my own business. But yet they're mad because they got to work 40 hours or 50 hours, or they had to stay an extra two hours. Mm-hmm. When you own your own business, it's 24 hours, seven days a week, 365. There is no time off. That's right. Well, you know, um, I'm a husband, I'm a father. That's 24, 7, 365, mm-hmm. right? Now, here's what I always tell my agents, because that's that's probably when people come here because they got tired of working for, I'm doing air quotes, the man, right? The man. They got tired of working for the man, but they come here to, do, to be different, to be in control of their time and their money, and they want to work the man's hours. I'm like, that don't work. Mm-mm. That doesn't work. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, controlling your time and your money is is an unbelievable um, responsibility and gift at the same time. But oh, like, it's a responsibility. It, I mean, it sucks being an adult, you know? I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean until, it, you're it all, good, until you're good at it. Well, until you're good at it, but yeah. it sucks. It isn't like, you know, mom and dad taking care of everything, you know, just playing ball. It's mm-hmm. responsibility, but it's about being the best, and your life will yeah. determine what you do at work. That's right. Well, the mention, I mentioned husband being a husband, father, 24, 7, 3, 6, 5. It's what I tell my agents. Like, look, I'm being, a, I'm a husband and a father right now talking to you, sitting at this desk. I'm a husband and a father. I'm just not being one right now. Right. As a business owner, you never like clock out. You, what are you clocking out from? Yourself? Like, I don't clock out from my family. Mm-hmm. I'm just not being, if, if, if the phone rang right now, Hey, Ethan fell at school. We need you to get here. I'd be like, guys, I got to go. I'd go be a father right then and there. It trumps everything. Just like if Christmas Day, the, the building's on fire here, the alarm's going off, I got to deal with it. That's part of yep. being a business owner, even though I wasn't working right at that right. moment, right? Right. That's, I mean, that's probably like the biggest misconception you deal with because you've trained a lot of salespeople. Thousands. <laughs> Thousands. Thousands. So, and we all, like, as as a sales trainer, like, you and I see the same 10 things, maybe maybe it's five things or 15 things, I haven't counted them, but it's the same things, no matter what industry, what what area of the map you're in or anything, you see the same things amongst those people, the same problems. Everything. Yep. All the time. Commitment and consistency are the two yes. that I see the most issues with. It's drive. Drive. You know, it's drive. You know, I have, I have friends that literally still call today asking for things and it's great it makes me feel great i'm humble to that mm-hmm. that actually i could share some information to someone to make them better the problem is they don't do the work after i tell them so it's like dragging the horse to water mm. it doesn't drink and it's consistently and it's fine but if you're going to call and ask for questions and stuff don't ask for the same thing over and over and over that's right you know mm-hmm. totally what are um it the people that First of all, um, I'm a huge fan of the Ted Lasso show on Apple TV, right? Okay. And and it's all about believing. It's all about believing that we have the signs in the office from the show um, about believe. And what I tell the people before they ink a contract with us is, you say you want to make X, and I'm telling you that I have an outlet 
and a path and, a, and an opportunity and a track record, a track record of success that you can have that. The catch is, like, if you don't actually believe that you can do that, there's nothing You're I can done. do. There's nothing. Nothing. You have to believe that you can actually have it and accomplish it, right? Right. So, and why do you think it is that for me, honestly, like a high percentage, I don't know exactly what it is, but a high, more than half of the people that come in don't believe in themselves enough. They be, they they believe that they, they're better than where they were, and that's why they're here, because they're seeking something better, but they don't really believe... It'd be like if I'm programming my GPS and I just put a city in there instead of an actual like address. There's no excuses. It's lazy. Lazy. It's just lazy. It's just your. It's your training. Mm-hmm. You know. You can you make someone better? Absolutely. But if they don't want to be better or they're negative, mm-hmm. there's nothing you can do. They can want. You know. I've talked to my. I've talked to my daughter plenty of times. I want you, know, Daddy. I want this. I want this and this. Well, what are you doing to get it? Yeah. What are the steps that you want to do? Here's the path. This is what you need to do. Mm-hmm. Come sell real estate. Go do this. Da da da. No. Nope. Yeah. She's just not, and I'm not just saying that because you know she's my daughter, sure. but I'm just using that for an example. And that's my own. That's my blood. Right. You know. Right. So it. I'm not saying it's so much lazy laziness, but it is. Or is it not? I mean, I don't know. Well, you know, you. C- so we have a. Um, there's a quote going around. Um, around here that um, selling isn't scary. Selling something you don't believe in is what's scary. Oh, God. You have to believe in your product. Right. You have to. So, but the pro- so um, Marcus Lemonis, the prophet, um, he says, you got to have th- all great, all great businesses have three things in common. They have great people mm-hmm. uh, moving a great product to the consumer through a great process. The three P's people, um, people, product process, right? Um, no matter how great the product or the, the process is if the person that you are, if, if you don't believe in yourself, dude, it does. Like it, it again, that's it's the buck stops there. Right. There's nothing, there's not, I tell them all the time, this doesn't matter how great my training is or anything that we do for you. If you don't believe you can have it, you're, if anything, you'll sabotage it. Oh, you're, you're to hold yourself back. sabotage. Absolutely. Do it all the time. You just got to take one thing of it and build that craft. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not about pra- practice, it's about perfect practice. Yeah. Perfect practice makes perfect play. Okay. So I'll give you one on that one too. So when it comes to, um, I tell my people here, like what we're sales is a skill. It's a skill. Now everybody sells the moment you ask your parents for a cookie, you're selling them that they need to give you a cookie. Right. Right. Um, so we are, we're all sales people, period. Um, some of us can apply it in the workforce. So like you've obviously, um, not only have you sold a lot, um, and generated a ton of revenue, like a ton of revenue um, over your lifetime. But like, why were you good at it? Why do you think you were good at it? Why do you think you're still good at it? I work hard. Yep. Right? But not work hard. I work all night. Like, I'll wake up at 2 o'clock in the morning and write something down. Mm-hmm. I put stuff on the mirror. Your brain never stops, it, I can tell you that. It doesn't stop. It's just drive, 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 drive. Number one, number one, number one. Yep. That's it. That's yep. all. And then the, the timeshare world is that, you know, if you're not on the top of the board, you know, what are you doing? You're just looking up, you know, if you're at the right. top of the board, again, you got to be at the top of the board. There's nothing better than being at the top of the board, the yep. rotation, you know, you come and do what you want. You write your business, go home, you know, the, um, 
every everybody that achieves anything they obviously had to have a target they were shooting at and I, I use the analogy of baseball because it's it's uh, familiar to me yeah. but um the difference between a little league pitcher and a major league pitcher besides age and velocity is the little league pitcher is just trying to throw a strike the big league pitcher is trying to throw a strike to a certain location in the strike zone it's they can hit the smaller target the bet how do you know if you're good good at shooting guns you can hit a target right Right. Right. So it's the same thing in business. You got to have destinations, milestones to measure thing. Just it, how do you improve anything you don't measure? Correct. Right. So you've always been really good at setting goals for yourself. I don't even know if you realize you're doing it sometimes, but every time I talk to you, like, you know, your numbers better than anybody and you know where you're going, you know, your destination to know if you did your job or not. Right. Like you kill it at that. Um, like you woke up this year, you were going through getting into real estate, which we're going to talk in a minute because you're smoking, killing it, freaking killing it at that, right? Um, but um, you knew exactly before you ever came real estate agent what you were going to make, the, what you need to make this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's how you knew what you had to uh, get uh, up and do every yep. day. And the thing is, with me, I set the goal here. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I don't reach it. I didn't reach my goal this year. Did really well, fantastic, crushed it. Mm-hmm. Didn't hit my goal. I hit my monthly goals, and that's the key thing to keeping you positive is always setting up a weekly goal or an every two weeks or a monthly goal just for yourself. Now, you can have the big dream, you know, the Lamborghini, the Ferrari. I want the mansion. I want the helicopter. Am I going to hit it? I've tasted it before. So I want that. I want it again. Mm. So I set that expectation. Sometimes it falls short, just sometimes. Mm -hmm. So what you do, just get back up the next month, hit again. I always hit my goals, you know. But again, if you fail it, you got to double it for next month. There you go. Well, so because so first of all, that's exactly the number one skill of anybody that's successful is they rack up wins on a regular basis. That's called momentum. Mm-hmm. And hit and when you are racking up wins, that becomes a habit. Losing is a habit just like winning is, and it's one or the other. Yeah, if you don't lose, you're not I mean, you got to lose. You have everybody has to lose every once in a while. Sure. You know? Nobody's undefeated in anything. No, not even Tom Brady. That's right. right. Not no. even Tom Brady. Right. So you just got to learn from those things and get better. Yeah. And it's working that craft. Mm. So um, you rack up the wins. So you have small goals. The, as a matter of fact, the, the small goals is what equals the dream, right? So that's the math. That's a mathematical equation is yes. goal plus goal plus goal plus goal. Infinity times equals dream. And you're really good at setting goals where um, you, your goals are if everything goes right you hit them but if some things sometimes there's things that turn up that happen that there's you can't control the uncontrollables and even if you don't hit your goal and you follow short you still did better than you needed to right yeah that and that the reason for some of the things this year for my goals was because it was stuff that I couldn't control right appraisals mm-hmm. defaults different stuff like that you know absolutely. I, appraisals yeah. know, and stuff like that in real estate. But I've had a great team that has helped me, you know, first year real estate. Mm-hmm. You know, it's my first year. It's, you know, eight months, nine months. It took me 20 years to do this. But, I mean, <laughs> hey, I, I'm here. I did it. I passed it. <laughs> um, but, you know, I've had I've had help. So I got with the best. Mm-hmm. And my cousin is the best in the country. He, he truly is. Mm-hmm. Um He's got his different ways. He's Again, from, surrounding yourself with yeah. the best. I mean, I could go to real estate company all over. I mean, I get calls all the time. But, I mean, he's family one. And it's always good to be with family, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but in the overall, 
He's the best in Florida. He is. Mm-hmm. His numbers don't lie. That's right. You know, and he showed me a lot of things and uh, I've learned. And then with Misty and, you know, just the team and, you know, and I passed my timeshare stuff over for us, how to close inside the house. You know, sure. most people think it's just you open the door and you sell the house. Well, it is, you know, but, you know, you got to get them in the picture. You know, will your kitchen table fit here? How's your TV? Are you going to have Christmas here? Where's your tree? Things to get those mm. that customer in the picture. We got to stay right there because that is when you set a goal, like a big house isn't a goal, like that house. And even that's not a goal. Like what color is the paint on the walls? Like Brad always says, like, if you want a jet, cool. What, like, what color is the seat leather on the right. seats? Is your name engraved in the seat? Right. What's your initials on the seat? Uh-huh. You know, that's well, the key. All right. So again, like that's how good you are at that. Well, it's third level. It's third and fourth level of sales. One, they want to buy a house. Mm-hmm. How much do you have? What are you looking for? Let's find it. And then let me intensify it. There you go. Mm. Might have to might have to say that one again in a little bit. That's good. That's real good. So again, you have a process, an SOP. Everybody has an SOP, whether they know it or not. They have a. I mean, you got an SOP every morning. Absolutely. Standard operating process, procedure, whatever sales. Mm. You got to wake up. You got a process in the morning. That's right. You do some certain things. Well, you got some more kisses in the morning. You got two beautiful girls with That's you. That's right. So I mean, you got an extra kisses in the morning, but uh, you know, you got your coffee. You know, you drink your bottled water, you do your lemons, mm-hmm. you know, and then you go to your Gatorade. No, then you go to your coffee. Yep. And you got your process. You got to have a process. routine. So you got to have a routine. If you get a routine, it'll change everything. Just get a routine. All the great people that, just because of the internet, we have access to so much information that we didn't have before. You can actually hear like The Rock or Elon Musk or, I mean, anybody who's anybody, just say like what they do. All of them wake up early. They all wake up extremely early to just like do things um, to get momentum rolling in their favor before they ever deal with the outside world. Like, oh, yeah, meditation, going to the gym. Mm-hmm. As you can tell, I haven't been, I haven't followed the gym <laughs> process, but um, but it's hard. It's yeah. hard. I mean, that's some of the things that's I fail, you know. Yeah. Do I want to go to the gym? Do I want my six-pack? Absolutely. You know, I live in Florida, you yeah. know. Well, that's that, those things. Uh, but again, like we're always reinventing ourselves yeah. and, right. and improving. And there's that's just another thing on your list, yeah. a target that that's you just, will hit. I got to, just like your dad. Mm. You know, what was he, when he's 60, he benched 300. He had a goal. So, when, 65. Yes, when we were, it was 60, and he had one for 60 and 65. And back then we worked out all How the time. How old is he now? About 100? Yeah, well, so I asked him, what what did the Big Bang sound like? <laughs> I wonder. So, write that down. I bet he knows. He probably does. We ask him all the time, like, what was it like to actually hear Jesus, you know, Hanging preach? Hanging out with Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Dad is 72 years, uh, he's 72 years young. Obviously, both my parents look incredible. Um, neither one of them looked their age. They're both, they're the same age or 72. Um, but dad has always been in incredible shape. As a matter of fact, he's only been sick twice that I've ever known him, like that I've ever known of. Same with my father. I'm sure they got sick. One night in hospital. One night in hospital. But your dad had a specific goal. He wanted to bench like three or 400 pounds and hit it. Dad is short. He's, he's like five, nine, five, 10. He's not, I'm, I'm taller than him, but like. To out bench press him was a task, and I couldn't do it until I was like I was a professional athlete. The first time I bench right. out bench right. press my right. father, um, but he was um, at sixty. It was I'm pretty sure he was. He, I know he was still bench pressing 
300, five, six times, three times a week. Mm-hmm. But his goal was to – I remember we watched the NFL Combine and they do 225. And right. most of those guys were like 20 times, whatever. He was like, shoot, by 60, 65th birthday, I'm going to do that 25 times. Dude, he kept on going. Yeah. He just kept yeah, on going. I remember you sent the video. And I was like, I hear you, Pop. Dude, it's um, yeah. He um, all, like all of our. We're very blessed. All of our, um, my my parents, my step parents, my in laws, they're all amazing. Right. So amazing and supportive, and but like they've all like lived great lives, lived by great examples. They all look great. All of them look yeah. great. Um, yeah. And um, hopefully we can keep that. Street going. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's a hit street there. <laughs> All right. So um you have transitioned. Oh, for, hold on. Interesting, interesting fact. Um before you got into the world of timeshare, you um you've always been a little bit ahead of your time. And just like me, you how do you know what something's worth? when you don't know what it's worth, um, especially when you're young and, and things like that. So you have, uh, you are a, um, helped pioneer a product that is, hold on, I've got some notes here. Let me see here. So it was an, it was an app. That, so what year was this, first of all, that, that, that this app was created? Well, it was actually created, there wasn't an app. It was just an advertisement for like a travel club. Okay. A travel agency thing. Travel agency yeah. thing. Those aren't popular at all today, are no, they? No, <laughs> dinosaur. It's over. So, um, but um, you you helped, uh, you designed um, um, that platform um, that uh, that most people use as their traveling agent It's st- and still today. Correct. Um, as a matter of fact, they'll, if they watch TV tonight, they'll probably see a commercial for it. That is correct. And you helped design it. You sold it for $25,000. It was twenty five, and it was split, you know, we and a buddy. We, so yeah. split two ways, which yeah. at that time, that was probably like an ungodly oh, amount huge. of money. It was huge. It was huge. Minimum wage was like two fifteen an hour back then. You know, so. Four bucks, you know. And now it's a seven billion with a B dollar company. Yeah, it is. Yes. It, it probably I mean, yeah. Yeah. Seven billion dollar yeah. company. Yeah. Um, we can't say no the yeah. name. Well, no. You know. But, but. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know the guys in out of Seattle, Washington, you mm-hmm. know, and just took it and it was sold to a friend and then that was it. That's awesome. That was it. Yeah. It's, a, it's a great story. I'm sure you wish you still had a piece, but at the time you wouldn't be where you're at today if it wasn't for that $25,000 buyout. To buy and sell, to create and sell anything for a profit, to sell a company is a job well done. Oh, absolutely. If you make a profit, a profit's a profit. Dude, and and to create a, to create something that somebody else wants to buy, I mean... It makes you feel good. Very few people do that. Yep. Very few people yep. create something that people consume, especially, I mean, by the millions worldwide or billions yeah it's crazy <laughs> crazy all right so you made the transition from you the last time you reinvented yourself um you got into real estate real estate uh, you were kind of in real estate before when you were talking with developing things and um and and the stuff when that you came here when i met you but um real estate something you've always we both of us have always talked about wanting to get involved in yeah Absolutely. Always want to get into real estate. And um, the joke around here, so obviously um, with um, in the in the world of health insurance, we do pretty well. We do pretty dang good. We're extremely right. blessed. We've uh, been surrounded by great people and done great with our opportunity. Um, but um, there's a you have to pass tests, state exams, state administered exams. 
to get these like you have to have the license to do what you license. do and what I do, right? So yeah. the running joke around here is um, taking tests was never something I was good at. The good news is is how well you take a test really doesn't equate to how you met, how much money you can make, no, and how successful you can be. That's right. the good news. Um, but uh, who do you think? owns the record. So you, you, you took the real estate exam. We'll just say multiple times. Like I took the health insurance and the life insurance exams multiple times. Who do you think owns the record for that? Like, do do they still send you a Christmas card? Like they do me. (laughs) If I called Guinness, I bet I could get a plaque. You think you could get it? I 100% know I could get the plaque. So I only know one person. Anybody that knows me knows that I would get the Guinness book world records of taking the, Real estate test in any place from Arizona to New York to New Jersey <laughs> to Virginia to North Carolina to California. I've never had it and I've always been in real estate. Yeah. But the key thing this time was I had to mm-hmm. change my mindset, right? Yep. I had to have it. Yep. That's what I want to do. COVID hit, it was a blessing. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it's, everything's got its pluses and its minuses. Everything. Right. You so, know? Some of the greatest, well, the going from the song, the, the greatest things that happen sometimes are the things that you want most that don't happen. Those right. are the greatest gifts you can get. Oh, absolutely. The unanswered prayers. Yep. Right. Um, thank you for that one, Garth, right? Yep. Unanswered prayers. So, um, well, you... First of all, um, I got being able to work with you, like especially when it comes to sales, but more importantly, like how you treat your clients, like the relationships that you have with your people. So we franchised. Um, we had a company here in Nashville, a marketing company that did really, really well, and you were the guy that helped us actually franchise it in a couple of different cities. So we had one in San Diego, correct? Which um, and then we had two or three in Virginia, right? Hampton Roads, Hampton Roads, well. Williamsburg, yep. Newport News, yep. Virginia Beach. Virginia Beach. Yep. Yep. And um, you helped. So I got to work with you. I got to see it firsthand yep. um, because you and I traveled to all these places right. to meet. The, these were your contacts mm-hmm. and you helped us set them up and then and then work together. And, and I'll be honest with you, um, looking back, I thought I knew what I was doing. I had no idea what I was doing. Who did, right? So and uh, and I was lucky to have some great business partners that um, that did. Right. That did. And then I had you um, who could sell and introduce us to folks. Right. So um, but folks, I got to I got to be I got to witness it. I got to be a part of it. I got to be be right there with it. And dude, I don't know if you know this, but I learned a lot um, about I paid attention to everything. And I still use some of the tactics that um, that you used when we were doing those. But the, the one that sticks out the most every time we went to all I mean, seriously, all one on the East Coast, one on the West Coast. When David walked up to um, somebody that we were pitching to be a client, like it was high fives. I'm like, it was like you just had lunch yesterday or you had just played pickup basketball on the court. The front front is the most, especially like in your business, Mm -hmm. you got five seconds to create a relationship. That's right. I mean, literally. That's right. That's it. It's over. That lead's gone. You got to make a friend, you know? You got to do the steps. They got to know your intentions. Absolutely. You got to mm. give good vibes. You got to feel good. Mm. You got to get good rest. You got to get good sleep. You yeah. got to meditate. You know, something. You got to do something that makes you feel good. Right. You know? That's right. And going into that, feeling good won't give no bad, Yeah. you know, the juju stuff. Right. You know? Quick little story from when we were in San Diego, which I had never been to California until that time. So one, I had the best... Um, the best hamburger I'd ever had. Yes, you did. At, um, is, is that company still around? Yes, the one that we actually... Bareback. 
the, yes. Yep. It's still there. They're still there. Yep. Best hamburger I'd ever had at the yeah, time. Absolutely. Um, and, um, but like, so, and I'd never been to San Diego. So like, first of all, I got sunburned. You didn't know about the equator. No, it was like 70 degrees. Perfect. Like you couldn't tell the difference between inside and outside. You were red solo cup that day. I was a red solo cup that day. And it was just because I, like it never rains there. So like I, we would leave our laptops out on the table yes. overnight mm-hmm. and just go inside and go to sleep. That's it. Done. Yep. Um, but, um, so it was absolutely paradise on earth, which was amazing. However, yes. however, um, the, uh, we went to a party there. Like, it was like you see on TV, like this mansion yep. with the infinity pool that like it was on a cliff that overlooked all of with all the hang gliders. It was unbelievable. Yeah. And your boy was DJ in that party, which is so cool. And the owner, oh, BMW's daughter or whatever was, I mean, it was big time. It was, it was big, big time. It was huge. It was big time. That was like, I, we still have videos from, from that party, but like, honestly, yeah. looking back now, I didn't realize what it really was. That was it, huge. What it was that we were doing. That was a huge party. I mean, like, that's entourage, like, yes. that's TV. That's, that's what I'm that's saying. That's a TV party. Like, so they do exist. We witnessed it first. We did, yes. It was unbelievable. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but that just goes to show you how, um, again, these are people that were there to pitch on something new, something that had really never been done before. It was when online marketing, um, having a digital presence was first becoming important. Something. Yeah. Right. Um, and, um, we, we go there to pitch all these people, this stuff, and that's what we're doing. Well, I mean, that, we got to call that work for a few days. And it was the biggest, I mean, that, I mean, there was, there was probably a hundred million dollars. There was a billion dollars just on the left side of the pool. At least. At least minimum. <laughs> It was it was unbelievable. Yeah. And at the time, I don't even I probably didn't even have a thousand dollars in my bank right. account. You know what I mean? And we didn't own anything. <laughs> Just hanging out. How y'all doing? So yep. lucky for me, you had you had made some good acquaintances and, and had some success. Rolodex is key. That's and context. Contacts. Mm. Contacts equal contracts. Correct. Interactions lead to transactions. Correct. Mm. So um in real, you're in real estate now. Yeah. Something you've always wanted to do. And um, in your first year, just a couple of statistics that I was able to track down here. So first of all, a million dollar producer, um, like most people don't do that in their first year. You did it. You haven't even done it a year yet. Um, so as a matter of fact, it's second quarter next year when you will be there a year. Is that about right? About, about April? Yeah. Um, so he's still in his first year. Um, he has uh, your team, your team leader down there. Some, some days. Some days. Some days. So we're with a lot, but you're, um, you were with the number 11 small team in sales in the country yep. um, with REMAX, right? Which is the, um, the, the Barrett team in Highlands County, Florida. Correct. With, uh, with uh, REMAX Reality Plus. So awesome stuff. I've seen, we've FaceTimed a lot when you're doing some stuff down there. You guys got a really good vibe, really good culture happening down there. So yeah. Having a lot of fun. Um, and um, the, the, my note is that it only took you 20 years to pass your real estate exam. So... He, so that's why he's killing it because he's got you're making up on lost oh, time, much, right? Yeah, absolutely. But um, so let's talk talk about some of the things that you've accomplished um, since uh, since you got into that. Because when I mean, real so first of all, real estate being a real estate agent's not easy um, because um, you only sell a house if somebody wants you to sell their house. Correct. So be those are called leads. Okay. 
So generating leads is one of the hardest things to do in business. That's why people market. That's why people spend however much they spend for a 60-second long commercial in the Super Bowl. It's called marketing. Really, really good marketing. Really good. Direct target marketing, right? So um, you sold a whole lot of houses in your first eight months. Yeah. So how in the world did you, um, first of all, let people know that you were in real estate? And how did you start getting people trusting you? to find and sell their homes? Well, the main thing is, again, the Barrett team, Mm -hmm. Tom, my cousin, right? Providing me with the opportunity to have leads Mm -hmm. and to go out and trusting me from my past experience being in timeshare. So off the front, I mean, it's the easiest thing I've ever done in my entire life. The back end stuff where you got due diligence inspections and you got these things called termites and good stuff like that and uh, lenders and underwriters, that's the problem. There's a whole lot of people that can get in the way. Is what There's a whole bunch of puzzle pieces that aren't going to, sh- that may not show up for your puzzle at the end. Okay. That's for sure. So learning some things from Tom, but also taking my real estate timeshare background, putting the front end, the front end's easy, mm-hmm. making a friend, right? Yep. Kiss, keep it simple, stupid. We have FaceTimed when you're in the middle of, I've talked to your clients. Yeah, my clients love me. <laughs> and I've had, I've had two crazies, but other than that, you know, we all have our days, right? Mm-hmm. But I have a relationship with that family where they can come to my house. They'll invite me to their house. It's about connecting with the individual and that family. He said it like, the same thing six different ways. It's all about the relationship. It's right up front. Right. And, um, and dude, it takes work. All right. So I'm guilty of, I've buried myself in, I put my head down, chasing some dreams, chasing some goals. And, um, I haven't been as good at some personal relationships as I should be. Like I haven't taken enough time out just for myself. As a matter of fact, we, when my wife was on, we talked about it, how um, if I'm not hanging out with my kids or working, I may hang out with my guy friends two or three times a year. It's usually with you and, and uh, Chris and Jordan. We take our little annual trip every year for a couple of days, which we got to plan that. Okay. Yeah. That's, that is, it's coming up. It's coming up. It is. But dude, outside of that, like I'm bad about that. And like the reason that our relationship has remained as, as, uh, as strong as it has for so long is because I'll be honest with you, the, with, be honest with everybody, it's the work that you've put in to to maintain that. I'm guilty of the fact that I don't do enough. I don't check in enough. I don't do those things that right. that matter. And and um, when you come in town, it's always like I got to be better at that. When I come to see you, it's always like I got to be better at that. So I'm making a commitment right now in front of all the fam of all the folks. Oh, I'm making it right <laughs> now. On, let me get a contract. I got to work on this. Um, I got to work on this. I got to be better. My personal relationships can't, um, there's room. You can have it all. I truly believe you can have it all if you're willing. I just got to make the process where I can do it. Process is everything. You create a process, it'll work. Yeah. But the better your relationships in your personal life, I believe the better they're going to be in your professional. I think there's some, uh, there's a lot of common ground there. A lot of merit to that. So that is, um, I mean, you have literally, sold somebody their dream house and lined them up with me to have their dream job. That's happened a couple times. Yeah. I'm, we had a client <laughs> that bought a house. They're looking for a new career. 
seriously, who tells the real estate agent they're looking for a job? Mm-hmm. <laughs> who does that? First, because like for, the real estate agent's usually going to run anyway. So, right. Oh, wait, you don't have a job? Right. No. <laughs> wait, you're not going to get proof they of They can funding. buy something. <laughs> they can, we'll get them something. Um, yeah. But you found them a job to make sure that they could pay for it. Yeah. Yeah. Wife had a good job. Um, COVID kind of hurt that family a little bit. Mm-hmm. They came out. Yeah. I, yeah. So that's what it's about. It's about building relationship. That, again, that relationship is the only thing that's key in the beginning. Because mm. at the end, they'll let me watch their kid. That's right. That's right. Well, off topic, quick question. So you mentioned COVID a second ago. Mm-hmm. Is How's that affecting the, the world of real estate, especially down in Central Florida? What's COVID? That's what I thought. It's Florida. That's what I thought. We're open. It's like that here um, in Nashville. Like the, the real estate market is, is crazy. There's either a red solo cup or a blue solo cup. Yeah. That's, I, mean, that's, I mean, that's what it boils down to. Yeah. You know, don't get me wrong. It's a bad thing. God bless everyone that's you know, lost their lives or whatever, have been affected with it negatively. Sure. Um, it's it's definitely a disease. It's definitely out there. But it hadn't affected the real estate no. in, in, in no. Florida. Most people, with it being out there and they're shutting down so much stuff, you know, people are flooding down there. Yeah. And we're, you know, in Highlands County... You know, Miami could take a hit. Tampa could take a hit. Mm. Orlando. Again, I'm blessed. Yeah. Highlands County doesn't. Our price medium. Yeah. Most people retire there. When you Google, you know, price points, 200000 it's going to take you to my county. Mm-hmm. And Tom set that thing up where his leads come right in. Doesn't matter what you look for. If you look for a $200,000 house, it's taking you to Highlands County. There ain't nothing in Orlando. There ain't nothing here for 200000 You can't buy a shed with a fence around it. No, you couldn't even buy. Uh, you couldn't even yeah. bring a container and drop it on there nope. Um, nope. for two hundred grand yeah. here. Uh, so again, it's all about positioning. Well, Tom has positioned himself to where he's at, but it's easy. Mm-hmm. It's just can you make it easy, but can you make it really profitable? Right, profitable is doing the extra. That's that process. Yep, absolutely. That's, That's that the key. Follow up, get mm. referrals. Referrals are key. Referrals because in Florida, I can't. You can't buy me lunch. You can't give me a dollar. I lose my license. It's called a kickback. Right. But you can send me a referral, and that's the greatest bonus ever. That's the greatest compliment a customer oh, can give you. It's it's unbelievable. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So we love those here at Team Hider too. We love a referral. Our referrals. And it's, if you take care of the people, they will. Somebody will send you something. That's if right. you just talk to ten people and love them and hold their hand to the finish line. Those, one of those 10 will send you somebody. It's free money. It's mm. free. That's send right. a postcard. Do your follow-up. Follow-up is key. And um, at the least, you make somebody, you let somebody know you care, which is going to make them feel better. Period. Absolutely. Even if you have to move people into a house at 1 o'clock in the morning because their helpers didn't show up. You have done that. I have. Yes, I have. My back will tell you. <laughs> you know? How many folks, how many, how many people can say their real estate agent helped them move in? Now, now, now everybody's going to be expecting that from you now, so we got to make sure that they understand that. Cut that out. <laughs> make sure you cut that part out about me. <laughs> Handle your business. <laughs> but that just goes to show you, like I said, when you need him, he's there. When you, when you need him, he's there. Yep. And and that's how you've made um, everybody feel like that's how you do it. That's how you do it. And that's why you've been able to... So he reinvents himself over and over again, but that's the common... Well, it's... it's that's not, the foundation. Yeah, but it's like being at top, but 
the key thing that I've always said since day one that I got into timeshare is always let them underestimate you until it's time for you to be estimated. Mm. You know? Mm. That's right. You're just just Joe Smo. Boom. As uh, Pop used to say, coaching our baseball team, he's like, uh, you know, don't run your mouth. Let the bats do the talking. All day long. That's day part, long. That's that's the oldest saying in the world. Yeah. I mean, that's it. Let right. the bat. Yeah, absolutely. So I think uh, that's he, he said that right after the Big Bang. <laughs> <laughs> so Big Bang, Jesus, God, everything, Moses. He was there. God. He was there. God. It's all true because he was there. He I, saw it. I can't contest it. I mean, I believe it. Absolutely. I'm going to get him on and have to apologize for this, and he, I'm going to pay for it later. He probably can still whoop me. Well, here's the thing. You do have a nice little show. You've got some great followers. The Hit Streak fans, the family of Hit Streak is fantastic. I don't think you'll ever be bigger than your dad. Probably not. Probably no, not. No, it's not probably. You can't. Well, he's um, he's been helping me. Some of the fo- I mean, we got some... Uh, um, some amazing people that he's helped me confirm oh, that I'm are going to sure. come on the show. But you haven't been on Barstool Sports. No, I haven't. Okay, he I'm has. just saying. That's right. Pops has been on Barstool. He Nothing has. against, you know, Dave Pont, you know, all the, the history's fantastic. Your dad has been on Barstool. So, Fiona, you know, we work a lot on YouTube and uh, all the digital platforms. Would you believe that my father <laughs> has close to 3 million views on YouTube? Mm-hmm. Would you believe that? Now, um, the, it's not under his profile. So long story short, and I'll let him tell the story when he comes on, but a company shows up at the ballpark and says, hey, man, we'd love to shoot some how-to videos because Dad was a, a prominent baseball instructor and coach in, 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 um, in, quite frankly, the highest levels of travel baseball yeah. there are. Um, and um, they, they showed up and said, hey, could we, what could we do for you that you would do some how-to videos for us? And he said, just you know, film my events for me so I can provide them to the coaches. Cool. So they did, I mean, it was probably a hundred, like how to throw a curveball, how to hold a baseball all day bat long. all day long. And, um, and then they took those things with his permission and ran them and they've been viewed millions, millions, millions of times. So the, the, the way that I found out is one time I just went on YouTube and, uh, just Googling yourself and family, like you're supposed to do all the time. And, and like, I looked at his YouTube and one of those videos had like 30,000 views. on. I was like, what? So I looked at the next one and it was like 50,000 and then again, hundred thousand. There's some, I'm with hundred, multiple hundreds of thousands of views on these videos. And I called him and I was like, dude, did you know that? Like, have you ever got a YouTube check before? Like what's going on? Right. He was like, what are you talking about? I'm like, you've been, I, t- I, I saw him at the ballpark and I showed him the videos and he was like, what? He didn't even know. It's crazy. He didn't even know. That's crazy. Um, so that obviously that um, those videos are out there. We yeah. might have to switch the rollout. We have to put Pop up there. Put Pop back there. He's blowing up. You know? But if you put uh, and this was years ago. This was a few right. years ago. If you put, uh, but if you Google yeah. Mickey Hyder um, and look at those videos, and you'll see him in baseball pants. It was before the facial hair. He had a full baseball uniform. It's wonderful. And there's tons of them. And that's how he made it on Barstool. Yep. Um, was one of those videos made on Barstool. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't know he was on Barstool. That's crazy. <laughs> I had to tell. I love it. And it was a friend of mine that saw it and sent it to me. It's crazy. It is crazy. Um, so uh, let's see. Let's see. What else? Um, what else would you like to get into today, David? I mean, well, the main thing is is with your group, with your family, the Hit Streak family. Mm-hmm. Is you're helping so many people 
start their career, job opportunity. I mean, the, the people are looking for good careers and jobs, six-figure incomes. Oh, we got big goals for 2022, man. You have a path that takes those people there mm-hmm. if they have the will, mm-hmm. if they have the drive, and if they're not lazy. Mm-hmm. And you can give them all the tools to get anything they want. David, what we got coming down the line, like the stuff I was showing you later about with the virtual training. Yeah. Um, the people that we've been fortunate enough to work with and partner with. Um, I mean, it's we've been very blessed to date um, so far, but like I'm so excited about all the stuff we're going to be working on yeah. next year. Yeah, 22 is going to be huge. It is going to be um, real big. And it's now, I was telling you earlier today, like some of the, the VT that we, I mean, we got to shoot all that. It's going to take me three months to shoot it. Right. You know, I mean, it's a lot of work to do this stuff, but that's what it is. Not everybody's looking for the easy way to make hundred grand. There it is, looking for the easy way. It don't happen. I tell people all the time, I'm like, if there was an easy way to do it, I wouldn't be talking to you right now. Right. I'd be doing. I'd be doing. It's either a lot of your inheritance, all the rest you got to work for it. That's it. You know, that's it. And it's and it that's what that's what makes it worth it though. Is when you have it is because it wasn't easy. If it was easy, it wouldn't be worth it. And everybody would have it. Everybody would have it. That's right. And that's what you know. We say it all the time. It wouldn't be good without evil. It wouldn't be light without dark. Yep. Wouldn't be rich without poor. Got it. You gotta have something to measure. It wouldn't be the the iPhone without the Android. Right. <laughs> I'll let you guys decide which yeah, one right. is the uh, which one is the bad out of those right. two. The the even, but the evil. But like that's the thing is like folks, there's no easy way to to become quote unquote like. Rich, financially rich, wealthy. Um, wealthy, wealthy. That's right. Wealthy is when you, your kids, kids can live off of it. Your money. generational wealth. That's right. That's now, I've heard another definition of wealth that I like. So, rich means you have a lot of money. Wealth means you have a lot of time. Mm-hmm. That's really good too, right? That's so, if strong. you think about it, so, um, like that's, um, we talk about um, Dale. We said it when on episode one, the pilot, when he was in here, um, Dale. I may have, I'm, I may, I can't say I do or don't have more money than him. Dell retired from a great career and has right. and is set up, man. But Dell's definitely wealthier than me because he definitely has more time than I do. His golf game shows. <laughs> that's right. Proves that. Um, so, uh, but that's why you try to get rich is to create wealth and to have time. That's it. Lots of time to get time. That's so, hard. Well, all right. So let's talk about some of your goals for 2022 that you can talk about. Mm. Right. So what are some things that you're, that you're going after right now? Some things that you learned? Cause folks like, seriously, he's eight months into his real estate career. Um, and gosh, in your first year of anything, a year is 12 months. Um, I talk to tell that to agents sometimes that are slow starters. You said you wanted to make a hundred thousand dollars in a year. You've been here six months. Like, how do you know you're not going to hit it? Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm with you. So stay the time. So you haven't been here a year yet, and you've blown away most people's first-year goals. So what are some of the things that you're going to try to accomplish in 2022? So the, one of the main things is setting up a branch, another branch, another branch. Scaling? So, yeah, absolutely. And try to figure out, well, I've already figured it out. we just got to implement the puzzle. It's how we can get multiple people involved in one real estate. Mm-hmm. And show them how to be successful in real estate, mm-hmm. but also how I can get paid off of them in real estate. Absolutely, long-term residual income. Because you're investing that's in those people, correct? Right, you're right. investing into their right. success, and that's why you invest is right. for a return. And that's the hungry, greedy side. But other than that, is changing people's lives so they can be successful, so they can pay their their mom's house off or buy their daughter. Um, 
they're Hot Wheels, mm-hmm. you know, they're that four hundred dollar Jeep, you know, yeah, you know, they're, I mean, those things are expensive. Little yeah. remote control, they they add, they add up. They're four hundred dollars. <laughs> they add up. So just getting somebody where they can, you know, take care of the life or change someone's life for the good, mm-hmm. and then they take that and passing it on and pass on your word to somebody's inspiration forever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. How are you going to be remembered when you're gone? Ooh. That's one. So, um, scaling is you're going to start putting infrastructure in to scale. That's what you're doing in 2022. Yep. That's absolutely. awesome. Absolutely. Um, and, and obviously you were talking about the training and, and, and the investments that you make in, in those people. It's, it is a big deal, man. That's the, so let, you said, you mentioned the, the greedy side. So first of all, um, I'm a big believer. I was always, the way I was brought up, like, um, there's a movie, a new Christmas movie out this year mm-hmm. called eight bit Christmas. Mm-hmm. It's phenomenal. Um, it's based in 87, 88, the year, the year of Nintendo. Right. Right. It's yep. based around that. And they just nailed the middle class, how the parental oh, dynamics worked and, and all that kind of mm. stuff. But, um, in the eighties, when I grew up in the middle class, you heard a lot of, you heard, we can't afford that a right. lot. Yeah. A lot. We can't afford that cost too much. It was a lot of limits that were placed on finance. Now, on one hand, it taught me the value of a lot of things, but there was also some some things that I had to outgrow myself, some limits that I had put on myself, like, you know, to get out of the middle class, I had to do something different. And now my, my family, my parents weren't necessarily raised in the middle class. That was a step up for them. It's my job to take it a step higher. Mm. Um, but um, like people... I'm telling, saying all that to say that people, a lot of people can villainize money. They can make money the bad guy. Mm-hmm. And um, been referencing uh, Brad a lot lately, but he said the other day, he was talking about that. He's like, if you take a bad person and give them money, they'll be worse. But if you take a good person and give them money, they'll be better. Money doesn't ruin people. It they just it brings out who they actually are. Who they truly are. Yeah. Right. So mm-hmm. um I love the fact that like the more we make, the more we can give, the more we can do, the bigger difference we can make. My old pastor taught me, he said, Everybody can give time, Nick. Not everybody can give money. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When they give your when they stand up on at the pulpit on Sundays and they talk about the tithes and offerings every single week. Right. Nobody says like who's gonna sweat for us tomorrow. Right. It's always like what can you give financially? Correct. Because you gotta have it to operate. Yeah. It absolutely matters, right? So um what's um what are what are a couple things? So you're a big giver. Like one hundred I feel better when I give. Like if you don't have anything else to give, you give your blood. Last week, <laughs> all the time, like clockwork. Right, you give your blood. You're yeah. always giving. You have to. Um, when you showed up off the plane today, you had stuff to give automatically every time. Yep, never fails. So, but what's is, and this is a you didn't know that this question was coming. It's totally off off the cuff. What are like? Are there any things that stand out to you that you've been able to do? Fortunate enough to give that that um just made a big difference maybe in maybe not necess- maybe in somebody else's life but also it also yours and you've given and honestly do you give in so much like i've stayed at your parents house i've stayed at your friends houses with you like i've we've i've you've always rolled out the red carpet for me anytime we went anywhere no absolutely because you do it for me you know it. if i'm in trouble or anything like that you would be there absolutely 
You know, the, the some of the big things is, you know, lately it's, you know, we're going into Christmas. We're going into the holidays. Timeshare. Yep. You know, slow season in Virginia. Mm-hmm. Slow season in certain spots. Plus, they're coming out of that COVID stuff and they can't get tours and different stuff. Aren't people vacation? They are. But it's nice that I've put enough away. I've worked hard my mm-hmm. whole life. Yep. Where if someone calls me, Dave, Christmas is going to be a little bit short this year. Can you help me out? Mm-hmm. Cash app. You know, and it's not about that person. It's about knowing that the person I'm giving the money to, because I've been in that spot. I've been at the days. There end. you go. I slept on in the in the roach infested hotel. You did. I, I slept in a roach infested hotel. You did off of Briley Parkway. Yep. When the, after that flood, and God, that was terrible for this t- this city. And it, I mean, the city is strong. Nashville strong, one hundred percent. Rose back up and back to normal. You know, yep. kind of thing. But. I've been in that shoes where I had to, I needed to call people and they helped me to get to where I needed to be. Mm-hmm. Cause there was months I didn't, I mean, I didn't have money for nothing. You guys were there. You didn't have a lot, Yep. you know, you know, and I, I had to take care of my team. I never say employees. Sure. Absolutely. It's always your team member. Cause if they're employees, then you're not, you know, absolutely. team members, mm-hmm. they're always your team. Teammates matter. Absolutely. Not employees. If you have employees, you you shouldn't be the boss. Employees don't get remembered. No. Teammates always get remembered. Always. Yeah. Right? We played on a team together. I, I still, like, all the guys that I played sports with, those were teammates, man. That's it. That means something. Yeah. Ride and die. That's mm. it. Yeah, man. That's big. That's big. So, I mean, we gosh, David, we could talk about there's so many stories, so many things that I mean, we could sit here for months, for months, like, <laughs> retake care of everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, in Nashville, I am the what the Wolf of Ball World Champion. Yeah. No, I'm just, <laughs> we do. All right, that's you we know? can talk about that for a minute. We can tell the I, folks a little bit about that. So, um, we have had some unbelievably competitive wiffle ball games um, on some on some of the best and worst tennis courts Nashville has to offer. Yes. Yes. And these are intense now. Three o'clock in the morning, four o'clock in the morning, snowing, rain, 200 degrees, getting chased by dogs. Um, I mean, it's, yeah. yeah. There's, wolf, there's some wolf balls. That's right. Still not been found. We have, and, and to play competitive wolf ball, you're basically throwing air. Like, so like, it's not like it's it's worse on your arm to throw a wiffle ball than it is a baseball as hard as you can. You can't feel your arm for two days. No, it's hard to eat. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and that's what that see. That's the quality of life. Mm-hmm. That's worth millions of dollars. Absolutely. I mean, really, it is. Yes, play wiffle ball with one of your best friends at three o'clock in the morning in a tennis court while some lady's trying to go to sleep yelling at you. <laughs> No disrespect to whoever that lady was. We do apologize. We didn't know any better. We didn't know any better. We were kids. But that's priceless. That's, you got to have that. And if you don't have that, mm-hmm. that's where you lose. Yeah. Not all the time, but you got to have that. If you don't have time for yourself, all this is, you know, that's doesn't, right. it doesn't mean anything. That's right. That's right. You know, when you get flatlined, because we're all going to flatline. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you this, though. You you can hear to a certain degree, okay. But your life does flash in front of you for that two or three minutes that you still have oxygen in your brain. Yeah. So whatever you do in life, make sure it's good because that's your last movie. 
That's your last movie. So that's your last. That's your last Yellowstone. One of my that's favorite the last episode. One of my favorite um, poems, and it's used at probably five out of ten funerals, if not more, is this, the dash, right? And it's basically saying that there's a number at the beginning and the end, mm-hmm. but the dash represents who you were and what you did. Right. The dash. So like, how will you, how will people remember your dash? Mm-hmm. Is basically what it comes down to, right? Yep. Super powerful. I remember the first time I heard it was at, um, um, I want to say it was for one of my grandparents. Um, just made a big, it made a big difference on my life, but that's, um, that is... I was going to ask you about that. So you flatlined for um, for for nine minutes, almost ten minutes. Um, I was going to ask you about that because people tell stories about that kind of stuff all the time. Um, and uh, and by the way, Pop just walked by the studio door just a second ago. I so dirt. yeah, dirt. <laughs> when we get out of here, we're going to have to uh, uh, say hello. But um, so let's talk about that for a minute. For when, when you flatline, that's. So you said you you can hear and like you your life flashes before you your eyes. Can, now, I don't know what it's like if you got hit by a tractor trailer at 80 miles an hour. You got shot in the head or something dramatic where it took your whole head. Right. But far as the oxygen in your brain, to what I can remember, you can still hear. Okay. You, your body knows, knows that you're dying. Okay. You go to like a full, I can't, it's like a five or six D. Like right now, we're 3D. Okay. Right? Could you imagine this six times? No, but that's interesting. It's weird. Yeah. It's really weird. So when you go down that path, there is no light. Right. My grandma, till this day, God rest her soul, she said, well, you're going to hell. You ain't seen no light. I was like, what do you mean? (laughs) You didn't see that you're going to hell. No. (laughs) The light. And I'll be... I'll go all in. I'll put all the chips on the table. Okay. The light is that light that you're on the table. You know, when you're on the operating table, yeah. you got a car accident or had a heart attack. You can't or, see nothing. It's just it's just that light because you're you're if you're not asleep, your eyes aren't rolling back, but you still can see light. Yeah. The key thing to this whole process is that you know you're dying. You know it, and it's upsetting. You cry inside. I cried inside. I can remember that much. But you know you're dying. And I don't know if it's a, there's no, there was no out of body experience. There was no float and I couldn't see my body on the stuff. We all have an imagination, but you can hear and you know you're dying, meaning you know it's over. Interesting. And then they stick that thing in your heart and with the zap, it hurts. You can feel it. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't feel, feel good. Right. It doesn't feel good. Man, that, I mean, that's fascinating. That's extremely fascinating, right? Because there's the unknown is the unknown. It is, and it's a huge unknown. Mm. And every and no one's ever came back. Babe Ruth hadn't came back. Mm-hmm. Harry Houdini hasn't come back. Yeah, you know, you're not coming back. But what do you turn into? Right. You know, is it the what is it the R D R N R N T of your the energy? Okay. Yeah. That goes out. Where does it go? Your soul. Yeah. Yeah. Where does that go? Do you think that because of that experience, so you're pretty up tempo, optimistic guy, fun to be around? Most times, right? If not all the time. Do you think that part of that stems from that experience? Because today's your last day. Mm -hmm. You don't know. That's right. Tomorrow's not guaranteed. That's right. You know? Mm. So, what what would, to bring it home, anything else 
anything else that you'd want to, any stories, anything you'd want to talk about, um, anything else? I mean, you dropped some, um, we got a lot, this was really good. We got a lot of really good stuff out of this. And, um, I'm excited to, uh, um, I have to have you back this time next year on the show, if anything, just to talk about track those 2022 goals, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, got to see how that went. So is there anything else that, um, that you'd want to leave the folks with today? No, I, I appreciate what you do. Um, you know, you do a lot of good things for a lot of people, not only through the hit streak, you know, but for a lot of people and you're there for people. Appreciate that. Your kindness is, is worthy of billions of gazillions of dollars. There's no price on it. Mm-hmm. You're an awesome friend. You're an awesome brother, you know, and you mean a lot to me. Your family means everything to me. Right. You know? Not only my mom and my dad and my children, but you're, you are my family. Right. You know, we are one blood. Yep. But, you know, it's one person upstairs. That's know? right. But just keep doing what you're doing. You know, keep inspiring. Get that boy where he's you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We can do that. Make him better than you. He's just one of the smartest kids on the planet. But other than that, man, I appreciate your time, you know, coming on here. I mean, who knew? I mean, the last time we were on a mic together, we were in a DJ booth, <laughs> 3 o'clock in the morning. Cherry, Cherry bombs. bombs. Cherry bombs. With the, with the hottest shot girl in all of Nashville with ranch dressing. That's right. Right? That's what you said. She's the hottest She's the hottest shot girl in all. Yep. Your wife. That's right. The great, I mean, your woman. Other than your mama. That I mean, that's your backbone. That's I mean, right. I mean, true. That's right. She's awesome. That's right. Yeah, you said, so my mom was at the house today when I picked you up from the airport. And, well, because mom's there, she does so much for us. Keeping up with the uh, helping us raise the baby during the day because Rhiannon's yeah. um, a vital part of our success and our business and yeah. is working and stuff. So, yeah. um, and she did the same thing. Um, people say a lot, you have great kids. I'm like, well, my wife raises great babies and her and and their, their grandparents raise great babies. Like yeah. it's because they those people, my mom, uh, my mother, and uh, my wife, they just there's something magical that they, I don't even think they understand or they know um, what it is that they do that complements each other so well. But it, like yeah. the babies, the kids are amazing. They, they truly are. It's cool. Yeah, absolutely. It's cool to watch. I can't, every parent says that about there. I don't have rose colored um, glasses when it comes to my kids. If they're, if they're bad at something, I'm like, yeah, that's not, that's not good. Right. Pretty honest with them. Right. You know what I'm saying? Oh, sure. Um, but um the one thing that they are, besides good looking, thanks to their mom. Thanks to their mom, absolutely. Is um, they are good people. They're good. They're upbeat. They're positive. Yeah. People like them. Like they make a good. They make yeah. a positive impact on this planet. Yes. And Ethan's so, one of the hardest working. I mean, we work hard. From where he was on a show one time in his mama's arms mm-hmm. to playing the drums now, who knew? Who knew? Who knew? That's right. It's cool, man. And and. Uh, and like, I mean, the same for yours. I mean, you can't get where you get in our armed forces without being able to, to take a lot and give even more. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's unbelievable. And um, and uh, we'll have to tell some, next time we'll have to tell some boyfriend stories because yeah. you have to, you get to be the, my favorite scene from the movie Bad Boys is when Will Smith and Martin Lawrence the the date shows up at the door and they they try to scare <laughs> yeah. the crap out of him. Right. So yeah, we got to tell some stories yeah, about absolutely. that. Um, yeah. Because because your, um, thank goodness your daughters look like their mothers. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> 
because they are they are beautiful. They are beautiful. Thank you. Brother. So check it out. Well, wanna, you said something today we're going to use a lot. Let people underestimate you until it's time for you to be estimated. That's it. Woo. That's a good one, Fiona, isn't it? All right. So um, let's make sure that people know how to find you. All right. Um, because first of all, guys, you need to check in with this guy. You need to follow him. Um, give him a follow on social. And um, anytime you are in Central Florida, if you need anything, including a home or to sell your home, Absolutely. he's the guy you need to contact. Because if he doesn't, if he doesn't, can't get you what you need, he knows the person that will. We work when you don't. That's right. <laughs> that's right. And when you won't. That's another one. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, uh, David Gwaltney dot realtor at gmail.com. David Gwaltney dot realtor at gmail.com. And, uh, his Instagram is Gwaltney network, right? That's it. So boom. So check him out. Give him a follow. Um, if you need anything, reach out to him, dude, it was, um, an amazing surprise finding out that you were going to get to come in. Um, because you're on your way to Virginia to yep. support another brother. Yep. Um, and he doesn't even know. Doesn't even know. Don't know. And this doesn't air until... It, this won't air until after. Yeah. Wayne Spencer made captain of the Newport News Police Department. Congratulations. Congratulations. Appreciate That's you a, let me get that. Boom. Yeah. So congratulations, Wayne, on uh, making captain. That's incredible, dude. Wow, is that is that the top? That's the top. Is that the top? No, it's chief, assistant chief, and then then captain. captain. But it's basically the top. Yeah, I mean he's so. been he's been reliable ally forever. Unfortunately, he you know he was drafted by the Red Sox. Oh no, back in the eighteen hundreds, he's old as dirt too. <laughs> but um, yeah, awesome. You know, Wayne Spencer, my buddy. Well, congratulations, um, Wayne, for on your achievements and most importantly your service. Um, that's awesome. Well, cool, man. Well, dude, again, it was a great surprise having you come in. Um, this was a whole lot of fun. Got to do it again. Absolutely. Got to do it again. Um, David Gwaltney.realtor at Gmail, Gwaltney Network um, on Instagram. Folks, thank you so much for uh, tuning in to another episode of The Hit Streak. Um, once again, I am your man, Nick Heider, and uh, God bless you and yours. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Let's make 2022 the best one yet.